be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. And Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked upon his lowly servant. From this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm and has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Mary remained with her about three months and then returned to her home. The Gospel of Our country has many laws, some just, some unjust. But there is no law that states that two people in love must give one another gifts. Nor is there a law that states that a mother must love her children. It's assumed. And if it should not be the case, we would be indignant, even outraged, at such a thing. Today we celebrate the assumption of the mother, the woman. As we know, she's always called woman in St. John's Gospel because she's the new Eve, the new Genesis. Only our Lord can redeem us, and she unites herself to him as no one else could in that act of redemption. She comes to us then as our mother, and our Lord gives her to us as our mother. We must come to know her as mother. For she alone gave to God a body in which to suffer and die for humanity. The incarnation is a unique moment when the Holy Spirit comes upon her. Once again, God chooses an insignificant woman in an insignificant country. He does that so often. Always, it seems... Who knew much about Israel, much less about this woman? Who would have cared? Why Earth? Once again, an insignificant planet and an insignificant solar system. That's the way that God works, and that's where the incarnation came. You and I, then, must look to Mary as our mother, as the woman and as the mother, who truly does care for us, and who at the moment of her death 
was taken body and soul into heaven to be with her son because, first of all, she had given him a body. She was, above all, his disciple before she was even his mother, the first disciple. We follow her because she follows him. Uh, She was also sinless all of her life, remained a virgin. She is unique in all humanity. So I'd like to read to you what St. John Damascene had to say about her, quoted by Pope Pius XII when he proclaimed this dogma. It had always been accepted by the Church, but some things are only defined when there seems to be a reason for it. And so in 1950, Pope Pius XII defined this. Papal infallibility was 19th century, so was the Immaculate Conception. Some things are just accepted, and then when the Church thinks there's a need, she will define them. Here's what he said in this particular um, apostolic constitution. It was necessary that she who had preserved her virginity inviolate in childbirth should also have her body kept free from all corruption after death. It was necessary that she who had carried the Creator as a child on her breast should dwell in the tabernacles of God. It was necessary that the bride, espoused by the Father, should make her home in the bridal chambers of heaven. It was necessary that she who had gazed on her crucified son and had been pierced in the heart by the sword of sorrow which she had escaped in giving him birth should contemplate him seated with the father. It was necessary that the mother of God should share the possession of her son and be venerated by every creature as the mother and handmaid of God. I won't quote the whole poem, but Again, Bishop Sheen's favorite poem about the Blessed Mother, and we relate to her as children. Lovely lady, dressed in blue, teach me how to pray. God was just your little boy, and you know the way. Let us pray. Almighty Father, we come before you rejoicing in the assumption of the Blessed Mother and trusting in your love and mercy. The Church throughout the world, her members will always have a great devotion to the Blessed Mother, They will always also strive for that which is above. We pray to the Lord. Lord, For all nations of the world, and especially our own, dedicated to the Blessed Mother, for all of our politicians, they may always realize the will of God made present in our world. We pray to the Lord. Lord, For all those who are sick and suffering and dying, that in their suffering, they may realize they are united to the Lord and to his mother. For those who are greatly tempted, for those who have rejected faith, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For greater respect for human life, and especially for life in the womb, for laws that will protect it, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For an increase in vocations to priesthood and the consecrated life, those young men and women who being devoted to the Blessed Mother, will also uh, respond to the will of God as they know it. For a greater reverence uh, for the holiness of marriage and a single life, and for the, particularly for the dignity of motherhood, we pray to the Lord. Lord be our for our bishop, priests, deacons, and seminarians, for the American hierarchy, having spent time in the presence of the Mother of the Eucharist, having spent time in the presence of the Eucharist itself. But through that, they may also come to know Mary as mother. We pray to the Lord. Lord, 
for the souls of all the faithful departed, especially our relatives, friends, and benefactors, for all who have died in the battlefield, all victims of violence, terrorism, and natural disaster. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. May they rest in peace. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. For all those working on our building project, that they will remain safe, we pray to the Lord. For all of us here, that as we receive the Eucharist, we may have a particular devotion to the mother of the Eucharist, that she may play a profound role in our lives, and that we may follow her as she follows her son. We pray to the Lord. We now join our prayers to those of the Queen assumed into heaven as we sing. <laughs> 